Good morning, and welcome to Simply Economics. It's Saturday, February 17th. On today's show, record production means energy and economic security, while Nike layoffs point to economic pressures on retail spending. Plus, the West East Rail Project brings economic hope to Palmer business owners. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Economics. We start off with a look at the American oil and natural gas industry, which is making strides in innovation, producing more oil and gas than ever before, while simultaneously reducing emissions. This is all in an effort to provide reliable, affordable energy to Americans and our global allies. The Energy Information Administration recently estimated that U.S. crude oil production reached an all-time high in December, exceeding 13.3 million barrels per day. Here to delve deeper into this is Bella, a correspondent for Simply Economics. Can you tell us more about this record-breaking production? Certainly, David. The U.S. has been able to achieve this record production through a combination of technological advancements and innovative practices. This includes the use of advanced drilling techniques and the implementation of more efficient production methods. The result is not only an increase in production, but also a decrease in emissions, which is a significant achievement in the energy sector. That's quite impressive. But how does this increased production impact the global energy market? The increased production has a significant impact on the global energy market. It helps to stabilize prices and ensures a reliable supply of energy. This is particularly important for our global allies who depend on U.S. energy exports. Furthermore, the U.S. is now less dependent on foreign oil, which has positive implications for national security. And what about the environmental impact? How are these producers managing to reduce emissions while increasing production? The reduction in emissions is largely due to the use of cleaner technologies and more efficient production methods. For instance, many producers are now using advanced drilling techniques that minimize environmental impact. Additionally, there's a growing focus on natural gas, which burns cleaner than other fossil fuels. These efforts are all part of the industry's commitment to environmental stewardship while meeting the energy needs of the country and the world. What does this mean for the future of the U.S. energy sector? The future of the U.S. energy sector looks promising. The ability to increase production while reducing emissions is a significant achievement that sets a positive precedent. It demonstrates that it's possible to meet our energy needs in a way that's both economically viable and environmentally responsible. As technology continues to advance, we can expect to see further improvements in efficiency and sustainability. Thanks for joining us, Bella. Now, let's shift our focus to the global footwear giant, Nike, which is laying off thousands of employees as consumers grapple with ongoing financial pressures, making it harder for them to justify non-essential purchases. The company plans to reduce its workforce by approximately 2%, which equates to over 1,500 jobs. This move is part of Nike's broader restructuring plan to cut costs in the face of weakening demand for its shoes. Here with more on this is our correspondent, Abby. Can you tell us more about Nike's decision? Certainly, David. Nike's decision comes as the company has been witnessing a negative impact on its customers' spending due to ongoing financial pressures. 
Nike CEO John Donahoe reportedly stated in a memo that the company is not currently performing at its best and that this restructuring is how they plan to reignite their growth. What are some of the factors contributing to this weakening demand for Nike's products? A key factor is high inflation, which has led to a reduction in non-essential spending on retail products. A recent Pimes Intelligence study found that 69% of consumers have reduced such spending. Moreover, 41% of retail shoppers said this has been the most significant change to their shopping habits. Additionally, consumers are trading down to lower-cost brands, with 58% now buying from merchants with lower prices for at least one retail product. Do we expect these consumer behaviors to change anytime soon? It's unlikely. Another Puments Intelligence study found that 83% of consumers are at least somewhat concerned about current and near-future economic conditions. However, there is some reason for retail brands to be optimistic. The share of consumers anticipating ongoing inflation in retail prices in the next 12 months has decreased from 64% in January 2023 to 57% in January 2024. So despite these financial pressures, are consumers still making non-essential purchases? Yes, they are. A study found that 70% of consumers buy nice-to-have retail items at least sometimes. However, the overall trend indicates a continued prioritization of essential spending over non-essential retail purchases. What could this mean for other major players in the retail industry? As brands navigate these challenging conditions, it's possible that more major players could follow in Nike's footsteps. The ongoing financial pressures on consumers are posing significant challenges for companies especially those dealing in non-essential goods. After discussing Nike's recent decision to lay off thousands of employees, let's shift our focus to another significant development. The Healy administration recently appointed a director to the West East Rail Project, a development that could extend passenger rail service across Massachusetts. Palmer, a town in the Commonwealth, has been officially recommended as a stop on the rail line. This is a significant development for local business owners, such as Carl Williams, owner of the Day and Night Diner. Here to discuss this further is Michael, a correspondent for Simply Economics. Can you tell us more about the implications of this rail project? Certainly, David. The West East Rail Project has been a topic of discussion for the past decade, with strong advocacy from community members like Carl Williams. Williams believes that the rail service would not only reduce carbon emissions but also increase foot traffic to local businesses. It would also make commuting throughout the state less of a hassle. How does Williams envision the impact on his business and the local economy? Williams anticipates that the rail stop would bring more people to the area who would then shop at local stores and dine at local restaurants. He also suggests that it could make Palmer a more attractive place to live for people who work in Boston, as they could live more affordably in Palmer and commute to work. And when was the last time Palmer had a rail stop? According to Williams, Palmer hasn't had a rail stop since the 1950s. The community is eagerly awaiting the arrival of the West East Rail, which is inching closer to becoming a reality. Thanks for that update, Michael. It's always interesting to see how these developments impact the community. Speaking of community impact, let's shift our focus to Owensboro, where former mayor Ron Payne is making a return to politics, challenging his successor, incumbent mayor Tom Watson. Payne, 
who served two terms as mayor and held positions on the city commission and as city manager, believes the city isn't reaching its full potential. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply Economics. Can you tell us more about Payne's political background and his plans if elected? Certainly, David. During Payne's tenure as mayor, Owensboro saw significant developments, including the construction of a new convention center, Smothers Park, and the Bluegrass Hall of Fame. Now, Payne wants to return to office with a focus on economic development. He's particularly interested in the South Frederica area and has plans for a new senior center. And what about property taxes? Payne has expressed a desire to work with state leadership to stabilize property tax rates. He believes this is an important step in fostering economic growth and stability in the city. Payne has also mentioned something about a boondoggle with Churchill Downs and Town Square Mall. Can you elaborate on that? Yes, Payne referred to the situation with Churchill Downs and Town Square Mall as a boondoggle. He sees it as a missed opportunity for economic development and is critical of the city's handling of the situation. He believes that the city, in effect, pushed Churchill Downs out, which he sees as a significant loss. And what's Payne's stance on the proposed Owensboro Sportsplex? Payne does not support the building of the Owensboro Sportsplex. He believes that the private sector should take over efforts to develop the downtown area, suggesting a different approach to city development. With Payne's clear vision for Owensboro's economic development, we conclude our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Economics. We'll see you back here tomorrow.